0: Oh, oh, baby, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good evening. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are broadcasting to you from a citywide mandated curfew that we just received on our phones uh, that we cannot leave our house until 6 a.m. Sunday morning.
1: Yes, the Phil- Philadelphia has reported sightings of the Joker.
0: <laughs> yeah, we have to stay inside, otherwise the Joker will come here, and he will bring his Joker crimes <laughs> up to our neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah, so what happened today um, was that there was a talk show host who got shot in the head. Um, it was actually Jenny Fallon uh, was killed on air by the Joker. He was executed for doing blackface. On on the air in uh, at the same studio that's still running in West Philly, where Dick Clark, was uh was host of the of that show oh, that he A- did. American Bandstand. American Bandstand. Classic. Hell yeah. Where
1: Elvis got his start, probably. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Who cares?
0: So um yeah, so Jimmy Fallon got shot um to death. He is now dead. We are freed of the scourge of Fallon. Rest in peace, buddy. No, not peace. But may he only Rest know in eternal. hell. May he only know eternal damnation.
1: More like Jimmy Faggot. <laughs> got him.
0: Yeah. That's what's definitely going on outside. So it is, uh, a <laughs> historical record, it is uh, May 30th, um, a day that probably in a year from now we'll all forget, but maybe we'll, depends mm-hmm. on how things turn out. But yeah, uh, so it is on curfew because some uh, protests here uh, over the uh, murder of George Floyd, I think. Yeah, is yeah no, Floyd? George
1: Floyd up in Minneapolis, yeah.
0: Was killed in Minneapolis by a police officer who was, you know, stamping his neck in a very brutal video. I still have not watched, because I don't really... Oh,
1: it's... Don't watch it. I don't want to watch a man get
0: murdered. It's, it's, not, quite as, it's not
1: quite as terrible as the Philando Castillo one, which was also in Minneapolis, yeah. but it's still pretty fucking bad.
0: It's fucking cops,
1: man. Cops suck.
0: Yeah, so, um, the, the protests turned into riots, and the riots have, uh, lit some cars on fire, and, um... I guess an H and M got looted, and another store in Center City got looted. Well, we're talking in Philadelphia. In Philly, yeah. This is today. Uh, this is why we're right, outside. right, right. This is why we're under curfew and why we're not allowed outside. A lot more shit happened in Minneapolis, but you probably oh, know. You probably yeah, know about yeah. that. We're just uh, we not been reading the news so much on you know what's been actually going down. I'm not like that tuned into it on Twitter right now. Um, but yeah, we are apparently under curfew for the night. A mandatory curfew. Um, Which, in any other time, would yeah.
1: be annoying. But, hey, it's not like we can fucking go anywhere yeah, anyway. Exactly. It's not like we can go to the bar or
0: anything. It looks like, um, so, let's see, 6ABC. There's been a total of 14 arrests to this point as of 8.56 p.m. Right now it is 9.06. Um, and uh, as of 8.10, Mayor Jim Kenney and Philadelphia Police Commissioner Danielle Outlaw... That's... wait. wait. Yeah. Is well, that her name? Yeah, the police commissioner's name is Danielle Outlaw. Oh my god, that's so fucking sick. An update on the violent protests looting in Center City. Kenny said that while citizens are justified in their anger, none of the acts of violence or damage to property will do anything to restore faith and trust between police and communities of color. Quote, We will get through this. We will continue to hold bad cops accountable, and we'll hold those who did these acts today accountable also, he said. Outlaw said a total of thirteen officers were injured during the violence. She said the officers were injured while attempting to control crowds, make arrests, prevent acts of vandalism, and also as a result of liquid and salt projectiles being hurled at them. Buke. These actions of, pers- of those persons were unlawful and were not in furtherance of any noble or ethical uh, issue or cause, she said. She said four police vehicles were set, were set on fire, including one state police vehicle. Hell that yeah. State. Get them. Nine fires were set, uh, were set, and at that time, as of 810, um, six p.m. Um, six people were arrested. Um, Philadelphia City Council President Darrell Clark said that he understands the ongoing frustration. I've been a black man my whole life, he said. However, what happened in Center City later in the day was violent, destructive, and created the potential for serious injury to all those involved. So I think what's interesting, I I want to like kind of like contrast like the Philly cop situation for the Minneapolis Police Department. I think overall, and maybe this is just me not knowing as much. Um, there are, at least in my experience, living in a majority black neighborhood for three or four years or so. I would say that the interactions that I saw with police officers and people in the neighborhood, mostly black, and in one case a white kid, were very combative and were not very uh, were not very friendly. Uh, I, I didn't see anything that would constitute illegal abuse from um you know that standpoint uh or like I didn't see a police shooting or police violence against an individual uh at least in those sessions. But I, I always felt like being outside when the police were around as a white guy was like a, a way for them to not be so bad. Uh hopefully like my presence got them to not act like Total Dick was oh, that that's what that that was your take on it? Like, if I like, stood outside and the police got really violent and I had my phone in my hand, maybe they wouldn't do that.
1: Oh. See, see, I had the the other response where it's like if I was hanging out at like, you know, like a like a block party or something with yeah. a lot of black dudes and then the police show up, I'm like, oh my God, they're going to think I called the cops. I better go inside.
0: Oh, yeah. There's also that, too. No, I, I always wanted to make sure that, like, I was there to, like, make sure the cops wouldn't escalate further with the kids in the neighborhood. Uh, I think that I think they knew that for the most part. I didn't want anyone thinking I called the police because I I don't do that on people just for being loud. Um, I've never called the police on anybody in my entire life. Never,
1: never once. I've I've only I've only called the police to help me get my car out of the dirt. That's it.
0: I called the cops once over, but that was a long time ago. I was getting chased in my car. It was the suburbs, different different situation. Yeah. Let's not make this about us so much if we can help it, because I don't think this is really the appropriate time to make anything about. Us as white people, the, you know, front-loaded thing with what's going on in the country right now. That's that's my take, at least. But, um, yeah, I, I'd say the contrast between, like, the Philly Police Department and Minneapolis Police Department is that the majority of Philadelphia cops live in Philadelphia and are from the city, whereas the majority of Minneapolis cops are not from the city of Minneapolis, are not part of those communities. A lot of uh, the black police officers, the white police officers are from, you know, their respective neighborhoods. They're from
1: Brainerd or whatever.
0: Well, oh, I mean, well, in Philly, I meant, I meant Philly. Oh, yeah. In Philly, they're definitely from Philly. Yeah. I think that has led to a bit more of a, uh, th- there hasn't been, like, any massive escalation. There hasn't been a major police shooting. In not, in, not in a while, but we did. There's been, there's been police shootings, but it's never been... Uh, it's ever been an unjustified one by the public standard, I would say. Yeah, but we did...
1: I, I feel like it's kind of prophetic, because two episodes ago we did do a whole thing about move.
0: Yeah, that did happen. That was also the mayor calling that. Yeah. That was also... Yeah. That's a little bit different. It's so... That's, it's, it's insane yeah. how fucked up that was. It is fucked up, and they let the houses burn, and yeah, that I think... I think if you're a Philadelphian, uh, the big... Other other than, like, the brutal and excess policing of uh, majority black neighborhoods in the city, I would say the move bombing still has not been forgiven or anything close to any absolution for that. You can drive over there.
1: That that area is still kind of fucking fucked up.
0: Oh, yeah, I've actually not been there.
1: I mean, there's nothing there. It's just if you want to see some fucked up shit, go there.
0: Yeah, I've not driven by that block (laughs) before.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, it's not great. But uh, uh, it's it's not like uh, well, I think what we're saying is we don't have Philly does not have a great record with this stuff either. But we in, re- have, in recent years, it's like we've been they've been trying.
0: I think I yeah, we have a very we have probably the most progressive minded DA in any major city, and Larry Krasner, who has specifically de escalated uh, police. Uh, arrests of, uh, drug dealers or drug possessors. It's no longer illegal to have weed. It's decriminalized. It's not legal in the city, but it's decriminalized. So you can't even call the cops on people smoking it. Legalize it. it. Should be legalized here, but, you know, baby steps. This is a very Republican state in the state house. It's very hard to get it at the statewide level. Um, but, you know, um, it is, I, I do wish that, like, I, okay, so, I'm not sure how the riot part of this is happening. And I'm not I don't know if it's productive or not. Uh, I I think we should take the word of the majority black protesters and that they that they want this to be peaceful and that they want the police to be held accountable. And they don't want to burn shit. I don't think I don't know exactly who's causing the riots. I if they're white, I just don't know which kind. Is it, uh, is it fucking leftist agitators who, uh, are like, you know, black, black anarchists? Is it the police themselves who are trying to, like, start these riots to then escalate them further? Is it, uh, white supremacists? I think it's most likely a combination of one and two. Um, uh, oh, I'm getting a call right now. Hold on. Hold okay. On. Um. Hey, Brandon, what's up? We got Brandon uh, back, on line. Back is going weird. We're actually uh, taping our podcast right now. <laughs> we got Brandon on the horn. Uh, yeah, we're we're taping a
1: podcast uh, about. Podcast the- yeah, yeah. We're oh, no. Let's get Brandon on. Come on. Yeah, I don't know.
0: If like, It'll pick if you up. want to be on the podcast, you're being recorded. Sure, what's up, folks? Yeah. Um, so we got Brandon. Actually, so we were actually talking a little bit about the protest today. Well, we're talking about it because we, we're under curfew now, obviously. Uh, and you went earlier when it was peaceful and being led by, um, you know, the Black Lives Matter activists who had specific demands and wants uh, and organized the peaceful protests, I believe. I mean, when I was there, there was a car on fire and, like, people were sitting in the way of a police bus and, like, forcing it back, so... Yeah, but who set the car on fire? The it, Okay, so our theory is, like... I don't know. I don't think anybody really figured that one out. But, uh, we have three theories. I have three theories, at least. I think it's either most likely the police themselves set the cars on fire to start riots because they're trying to start. They're trying to agitate uh, the crowds uh, or it's uh, black block, uh, majority white anarchists or it's white supremacists. I think it's most likely the first one, personally.
1: Probably, but at the end of the day, it's just property. It's nothing that really matters or is that important. It's, yeah, it's not like it we have to it was worry anybody doing
0: it. Yeah, it's, I all, in, it. it's all insured. So, I, I obviously couldn't go because I have a horrible back injury from being fat. Um but, yeah, to, I mean, you. so the car was on fire at what time of day was that? Because they just called the curfew like maybe an hour before 8 o'clock. I don't know, two thirty, maybe. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, it is, it is yep. those cars are fucking insured. I don't know why people are whining so much about the property being destroyed. But it is, uh, you know, uh, was there, like, a lot of film crews or anything like that? We haven't been to one of these before, and it does seem like this is... Uh, there were, I know there were uh, journalists at the art museum when I was there. I know because I had one carried water up the stairs for me. Uh, but I saw some, like, video cameras and different things like that there. That makes... Yeah, that's kind of what I figured. I mean, I I feel like there's the potential for, like, smaller, like, YouTube fucking assholes to go there and try and, like, debate people. Uh, Or at least that was, like, what was happening at protests around 2017. I don't know if they've ever been to any of these. Like, uh, like, like, dipshit, like, young
1: Republican types? Yeah, like like
0: the fucking, like, the Fleckas Talks guy who goes around, who's like a fat fuck like me, who has a spoon, and he, like, just asks people basic questions. He sucks, but... I figure the, those types of guys don't really do much anymore, other than like praise Trump and do shit like that. But uh, I'm glad that you're okay. Did you? Uh, well, I don't want to ask anything more than that because I feel like I, I feel like Pete Buttigieg asking when the union uh, plans to negotiate. But um, I'm glad you're safe. We're. I, I'll call you back in a little bit. We're just doing a short podcast right now. Um, thanks for being our. Uh, thanks for being our first actual guest, Brandon. Yeah, like once. Yeah, I guess. yeah. Oh, did you, uh... How many people were wearing masks, by the way? Like, safety. You, everybody. Okay, that's what I figured. I don't think we're... Like, my fear right now, uh, is that, like, they... Is, like, Kenny might extend, or, like, Governor Wolf might extend the stay-at-home, like, the code red, specifically for Philly, for, like, another two or three weeks because of the, uh, because of the protests, but I figured most people were following the guidelines and, like, at least staying apart and wearing masks, and it is outside and doesn't spread as well, so I'm a little... You know, it, it does seem like a like a health concern a little bit to be in that crowd, but uh, you know, j- you know, stay safe, watch symptoms. Uh, I'll call you back right. later. Uh, we'll talk more okay. about my back and uh, Premier League's coming back soon too. I think like in three weeks. Yep, it's coming back pretty soon. We'll say it's going to
1: be a good time as well for them to slide in the salty sale like around the time that they announced that, so it can kind of get
0: buried in the new coverage. So, okay, so they actually, so Newcastle's actually getting sold to the Saudi government then?
1: It's more or less going to happen from what I've been following with some different journalists. It's just that at the same time, the Premier
0: League recognizes it's unpopular for a number of different reasons, but there's nothing in their process that prevents Saudi Arabia from actually being able to, uh, buy the club. Yeah, cause like. So there's really nothing there that can stop them, so they'll probably just try to.
1: Yeah, the, uh, Maybe that use as a way to revamp the owners' uh, process.
0: Yeah, because there's already precedent that I think it's either, is it the UAE or Qatar that owns uh, Man? It's UAE who owns Man City, so you already have a nation. Right. Yeah, it's it's the it's the UAE, right? <laughs> Okay, my bad. Yeah, I always get those confused. So you already have nations owning soccer clubs and everything. Um, yep. Anyway, uh, I'll call you back pretty soon. We're only doing a short one, but come back on the pod. We'll do, like, some real shit about soccer, annoy the hell out of Dylan about that. Dude, I hate the Middle East. <laughs> Fuck off. I'm, I'm, dude, I'm men of myself. Uh, although, we were, we were actually supposed to go to Turkey this summer before coronavirus hit, but... Who who was supposed to go to Turkey? We were, I was. You and me? No, I was. I with was. who? Whether you're fucking with me, my mom? mom and my brother. Yeah, my grandpa wanted us really badly to come to. Uh, uh, I think he's in Anatolia now, so
1: we we're supposed to go there. You don't. Out there. You 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 hate your grandfather. You don't want to see that guy.
0: Yeah, but I'd like a fucking free trip and to, like get some resolution with the man. You know, whatever. All right, all right, call You pretty much just went your deep uh love vacation. Yeah, yeah, I want to I want to fuck the dude who like makes those cooking those fast paced cooking videos with the creepy smile Chen I forget his name but I got, okay I got to show you those on Instagram sometime but like it's this dude who like you makes you have to I mean this dude he's like he's like a, he's a different version of Nusrat, who does this, who's the Salt Bay but he's like he has this weird like thin smile and he makes this amazing like dessert I forget what it's called but it's like that fucking delicious sweet cheese dessert that they make in Turkey. I don't remember the name of it, but it's it looks so good, man. It's called Philadelphia cream cheese. Phil, uh, I, I want some. I'm a bagel now All right, I'll call you soon. I'm I'm recovering. I'm uh you know I'll be better by Monday, I hope, or I'll go to chiropractor. But I'll call you after this too. All right, man. All right. All right. All right. All right. Peace. You, Bye. Peace. Bye. So that was Brandon, everybody. Yeah, sorry about that guys. I just got a call Don't apologize. Um, I don't know, I figured I figured well he went to the protests and everything. He did go to the protest. Yeah. You guys mm. talked about soccer and some shit. We'll talk about soccer when we get him in person to actually talk about union, we get to talk about soccer culture. I think that will be a fun one to talk about. I'm
1: for you. Yeah, well
0: you get to well you get to produce the pot anyway. Get I get to, I get to make wisecracks where exactly. I just
1: call you guys gay for liking this exactly. gay sport. That's all owned by, like, fucking Middle Eastern oligarch idiots anyway. Well,
0: it's not really owned by oligarchs. It's more so owned by, uh, by countries. Like, the actual governments, like, so, yeah. Now how is that different? I don't know. Fucking, she- fucking Boston Sports Group owns Liverpool, and they're the best team in England, and that's an American ownership group.
1: They're not a country, they're
0: just, they're just a prior, they're here.
1: Huh, you ever been to Boston? It's another fucking world. It is such a cool world, but, yeah.
0: um, yeah, uh, fuck, what was it? Okay, we so were, we
1: were we were talking about protesting and yeah, yeah. So apparently Brandon went and everybody was chill. Nobody knows. No, there was, I mean, there was a car. There was a, yeah, one car on fire. A Kusa, a PT and it was like a state guy. Nobody likes state guys. Even fucking fuck, dude, dude, dude even dude. cops don't like state guys.
0: Dude, okay, yeah. Local PD versus stateies is its own thing, and like yeah. people fucking hate stateies. big time. I don't know if they, if they call them stadies outside of Massachusetts. I know in Jersey they also call them stadies sometimes, but
1: we would just call them troops.
0: Yeah, or state St- troopers. State troopers. State, state troopers.
1: Uh, Honestly, because the, like there's there's plenty of like cop movies that make cops look cool. There's only one state trooper movie, and it's Super Troopers. That's it. Nice. And it's a good movie, but still.
0: Uh, okay. So we made this about <laughs> about us again. <laughs> no, we didn't. A little bit. I it's mean, we're it's
1: our podcast. We can make I it about know, whatever we I want. I know,
0: I know. This is, is going to be a short one because I'm in a lot of pain right now.
1: cause I'm a lot of pain. I'll, I'll keep it going. My co-
0: fucking Advil, Advil fucking...
1: Oh, once Kyle leaves, I might perform an original screenplay or something. I don't know. Whatever,
0: or we could just end it short and whatever. Yeah, but I don't want to do that. Um, so, I guess the other thing I want to talk about is like... Well, I just said, like I just said randomly, I'm a little bit concerned about like COVID spread during this. and It is insane. To me, to me personally, and you disagree, and we talked about this off air. I would think that people would be scared to go out in crowd still. But your take is that the uh, the fight against structural racism and the fight against institutionalized oppression of Black people is um, is more important than getting sick potentially. That's right. And I, I, th- I, I, think I
1: I stand by that.
0: I think you're probably right. I'm putting think,
1: my fist in the air right now. I
0: think two people. I think that's definitely. I think to the people who attended, yeah, that you know, a lot of people were wearing masks. A lot of people were trying to keep their distance. You know, I think the crowds thing is mostly a big deal indoors than it is outdoors. And we are learning more about this virus, but
1: you because know, you know, viruses, sickness, illness, disease, whatever you want to call it, that shit comes and goes. Racism, that's that's deep man, as P Buttigieg says it's woven into the fabric of our country and we must believe in what we want to be better at or some stupid shit that Pete Buttigieg said
0: that fucking
1: post was so awful that post was awesome that so guy's such a fucking idiot so bad, I'm so glad he got owned so hard he could have been the fucking president, that guy sucks
0: he could have been the president if he like acted like a fucking human being it, like yeah. the reason why the reason why Joe Biden was so much more appealing to the majority of Democrats is that he's a real fucking human being. Yeah, he's a real guy. He there sucks, only, but he's there real. There were only two people in that primary who came across like real fucking people. Um, actually, you know, I'm going to say three. I'm going to say three people came across like real goddamn people who you trust, and that would be Bernie Sanders, Bernie, Joe Biden, and Amy Klobuchar. You're. I
1: think you're way off with Clobes. No,
0: I think cloves. came off like a real. She came off like a person we know, but in a way where it's like she came, she came off, off like she's like a mom.
1: No, she came off like a school principal.
0: Yeah, but that's like better than like that's more relatable. That's that's a personality type that you have in your household. That's not like Liz Warren, fucking Hermione Granger ass motherfucker. Like, come on.
1: Remember, remember, like three months ago when this was the biggest problem we all had.
0: Yeah, that was, was like, great.
1: That was awesome.
0: Yeah, now it, like I yeah. gotta say, like definitely Bernie and Joe are the two most real ass dudes of the of the guys who ran. Where are the women who
1: ran? Of the women who ran, Marianne Williamson, <laughs> only one that I would have ever voted for. Maybe Tulsi.
0: Yeah, uh, Tulsi. Can, okay, so yeah, t- Tulsi. Tulsi's a bit different because she comes off like she just read something. Like she's just like she. She wasn't really prepared for this, but she's going to have, she came across like the most like an undecided voter of anyone on that uh, stage. I, l- let me put it this way.
1: Marianne was the spiritual advisor to Oprah. Mm-hmm. Tulsi was the person watching Oprah that did everything Oprah told her to do. Yes. That's what, yes. It, that's what it is. You're so fucking right.
0: <laughs> oh my God. She probably wrote an angry letter to James Frey when she found out really a million little pieces was false. Oh yeah. Were fabricated. She was like, this hurt me personally. Yeah. Aloha <laughs> and Aloha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. She just fucks it up. It's like, oh, Buenos
1: man. dias.
0: Um, so, yeah, I, I think like... I think, okay, so I think the other thing that we got to think about during... Uh, two other points I want to make, at least in the posting world, because what you do with your money is going to be better than any other shit that you, you post. If you can donate money... To the proper um, defense funds for for bail for certain people, just make sure that they're legitimate. Or if there's any other ones that uh, the people at those NGOs are uh, uh, are want you to donate to. Why not? I think that's I think that's overall better. Um, shit. Doctors
1: Without Borders is still around.
0: There's shit like that.
1: Is that relevant? No, but mm-hmm. hey, that's a good cause. I gotta
0: say this. So we're two white guy uh, white people. Thank
1: you, appreciate Um, that.
0: Damn, damn, had so much drinks uh, doing J.K. Rowling crimes. I gotta say, okay, there is such a thing right now as virtue signaling when it comes to posting stuff where, like, you just change your name or you change your thing to, like, BLM, Black Lives Matter, ACAB, All Caps are Bastards, put that anywhere in your stuff. I think what that really is, it, like, people are saying if you don't post that, that you're showing your indifference, but I think what you're doing by posting it is that you're signaling to other people that you're along for the, uh, that you're along for it. Right. And In a way where it's, and, and yeah, we should be supportive of Black Lives Matter, but my my personal take is that I don't like the framing of lives because I find that personally, to be dehumanizing. And in a way where I don't want to tread into other territories I'm about to shit on people for. I think what we should really value is black people, black culture, black experience, uh, black joy. Uh, just black to, joy. Yeah, people being like, okay, so yeah, that I just like, I I went over into the territory. <laughs> and I didn't want to go into it. I'll explain that in okay, a second. Okay, okay. But, like, humanity. Right. Just because you have more melanoma in your skin doesn't mean that you're not a fucking person. You have every right. You have every right and you have every right to expect this from other people, treat you like a fucking human being, uh, warts and all. You know, it, it's not just, it's not just fucking, uh, billionaire, uh, African American people that we should praise. It's also people who are just, who are doing fucking nothing. Just sitting outside, maybe you're not working. Who gives a shit? You still deserve fucking respect Amen. as a human being, Amen. and you still deserve the same kind of respect that the privilege of being white affords someone like myself or someone like my uh, co-host slash white. Well, soon to be white. I have no privilege. <laughs> like you deserve that. I fucking ac- deserve that. Yeah. That's what that that's what we are fighting. That is what everyone everyone who is who is a decent moral standard, should be fighting for. We also need to fight for other things as white people to ensure that black Americans are able to earn their own wealth and to have their own ownership, and their own property, and to be part of this. I don't know if that's possible under the current system, but they fucking deserve it. Every like, They deserve it more than I do. They deserve it more than any white person's country does. They deserve it more than most people in this country do. The only people who you might make an argument deserve way more is native people, uh, because we fucking just stole this country from, uh, all the existing native tribes. But, you know, that, that's what we should be fighting for. What we should not do as white people. What we should not be doing outside of, you know, being racist or whatever. But in this fight for equal rights and for equal opportunity, And for just equality in general, and for decent humanity, for all people, especially black people, is that we shouldn't fucking make it about ourselves. No way, no how. This isn't about you, this isn't about assuaging your fucking white guilt. No one gives a shit if you feel guilty. No one. You shouldn't give a shit about that. That's your fucking emotional problem, and it is no person of color's problem. It is your problem. You deal with that shit. And don't fucking tell people how guilty you feel if you feel that, which you probably fucking do. It's not their responsibility. They are no person of color owes it to you to make you feel better about your own guilt. Work through your fucking emotional problems on your goddamn own or with other white people. With your parents, like fucking talk to your parents. If you don't, if you don't get over shit that your parents are like uh, did to you before the age of thirty, other than like actual abuse or whatever, then shut the fuck up. And the last thing, and this is what I was very often to, it's very hard, is that as white people, we do not fetishize the experiences of Black Americans. We do not fetishize their culture. We do not fetishize their hardships or Black joy. Like I accidentally just said before, See, don't. Fucking fetishize that shit.
1: It's not right. You say this while also being really into the Academy Awards.
0: What do you mean by that?
1: You know what I mean by that.
0: What? That the Academy like that? That's white shit to do. Never mind. But just like
1: never mind. Yeah, you're
0: refilled massively. How do you feel being bad at comedy?
1: That's not comp. I'm not trying to be comedic.
0: What? Okay. What? Okay. Explain Moon- the comp. Moonlight. What do you mean? Just, like, movies like
1: that are just, like, explicitly made to be, like, okay, white people are going to feel bad about this and give us an award.
0: I think 12 Years a Slave was. I think
1: Moonlight. Moonlight's awesome. Moonlight's a great movie. That was just the first example that drifted into my head.
0: Point is, is that there is a good way to be supportive, mostly with your money. And I think the best thing you do is if, if you're attending these protests... Is to put yourself physically between a police officer and uh, someone who they're trying to arrest or assault who is black because uh, they they probably think that you're the mayor's kid. That's probably going through all these fucking people's head is like your dad, like you have white skin, your dad's a CEO or whatever, and they're gonna get sued. Yeah. If that's what they're thinking, like yeah, just put yourself between them. Like be supportive. You're the shield. You're not the sword. Whoa. Don't be the fucking sword. Be the shield. That's awesome. Thanks. That's fucked. It's not from. I don't think I came up with that, but yeah. I don't care. I don't.
1: Whatever that's from, don't tell me because okay. that is yeah. sick. Yeah, that is. That's so your. Tough. That's
0: your responsibility. And this is just some. This is just some fucking dumb podcast that we do for fun. Uh, but there are serious things going on. Uh, my big fear is that at the end of all of the riots and all the protests, that very little will change, and that things will revert back to a norm. Everyone always feels like it's going to be different each time. I can't guarantee it will be different this time. I can't. Damn. Ooh. Well. Oh, oh, just one one more thing before we end my segment here. When, yeah. Brandon just texted me. Some reports on Twitter that the cop car was lit by a tear gas canister they missed with. Woo! <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, you guys fucked up. Billy team.
1: Police, stay winning, you fucking... Complete fucking idiots! God damn.
0: Yeah, I think for I think for like three years we need to have a racial quota on who becomes cops to fix this. We should only have Asian. like we should only, only have people have, of color. No, we should only have Asian people. No, the Asian ones also. are the, the one dude who was like laughing and gearing up in that one video to go fuck up people. That dude was Asian. No, I don't no, know. No, what, I, no, no, I don't no, know
1: what you're no. talking about. No,
0: there's a video online of this one riot guy. There's one guy who was like smiling because he was about to smash the fucking heads in. That dude was Asian as shit. Okay, um, who's. I'm sorry. Who is I, the best race to be a cop? I think in order to like deal with the actual problem, we probably need to just like. like exclusively hire I, black and native police officers. That's not no, I, not don't, gonna I don't know. It's not gonna fix the fucking problem. I guess this is the part where we could talk a little bit about how we fix this because I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know how to fix it because you can't. If you abolish the police, then what do you replace re- policing with? Uh, there, you have a few options. You have robots. Like, robots are also yeah, but that's a bad that's a bad thing because robots don't. Robots can't even, be racist. Yeah, but they also can. Just, come on, RoboCop! Like they just shoot the fucking guy who created the machine that You did. You've never seen RoboCop. I've seen the fucking scene where the guy gets blown off. I yeah, guess. but he's not RoboCop. No, but he, but that's the thing is that that would be the thing. It wouldn't be the Robocop, it would be the Robot Cop.
1: Yeah, but Peter Weller as Robocop is the ideal of that movie. I have to
0: see it before I say anything because it seems like a movie with a lot of things to say. Yeah, so you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. shut up, bitch. Okay. Okay. God damn it. Okay, so if not robots, okay. The other thing I've heard a lot is community, uh, is, is, is community, uh, fucking. Yeah, like 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 uh, like community guard. Yeah, remember? but
1: but here's the thing: is that where did cops are at the end of the day, just people? They're still just people from the community. They're going to do the same shit.
0: The, the other thing that I'm worried about, like community policing, is like, what if like, okay, let's say your best friend is beating his wife, and you're the guy that's called over to stop the domestic disturbance. Yeah, are you going to like if you like? Some people might not fucking stop their friend, or might just let it slip. Who knows if they're on the side of domestic abuse? Fuck, dude. Like, who knows? Shit like that. Like, just you're just gonna put out your hand and be like, dude, cut it out. Who knows? Also, like, what happens when there's like, what happens when there's like an active shooter? What happens when there's like someone who's getting robbed?
1: Dude, I will give you fifty bucks if you stop beating your wife. Okay, it's (laughs)
0: insane.
1: Yeah, two hundred. Okay, fine. Just please stop. Takes money. Peace, yeah.
0: Awful. Awful, awful, awful joke, awful shit. Awful things. It's just it's so hard because there's there's seemingly a need within our society to have an armed security force that can threaten you with murder to stop you from committing a violent crime. Right. It's in or but ah, but people are getting murdered over like not committing anything. That's the whole point of these protests. It just it just seems like the, it just seems like an unsolvable problem. How do we de-escalate uh, a, a, an institution that I know I said de escalate wrong.
1: No, 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 that's not what I'm that's not what, what I you think? My thing is that obviously the institution is bad, but the reason the institution is necessary is because people are fucked up and people are you know stupid and have these, you know, bad thoughts. People are being negative And people are fucked up. They're in bad circumstances. They got to do some crime, you know, to get by. We got to mitigate that. We got to make it so people are happy and chill and don't want to do crime. And then all the cops will have to do is just like, you know, there's reports of you, you know, beating your wife or whatever. They come to your house and they're like, hey, dude, were you beating your wife? And you say, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. They put you in jail for a week. Boom. You come back. You don't beat your wife anymore. We just need to make people. Less inclined to do crime,
0: but the way to solve that is by having a more equitable society. Ab- yeah. crime exists because we have inequalities. Exactly, and the people who who advantage the most from that are also committing crimes to do those things. But that's the kinds of crimes that don't get prosecuted. But that's that's the invisible. thing, though.
1: That's the thing, though. The people that benefit the most from that are not the police officers. They're the people that are telling the police officers what to do. Yeah, which is the government.
0: It's the government. It's the capitalists. It's the people in fucking charge of this country. Yeah, that are causing this to happen, and they're using and they're using the thing about the police. I think I think the psychology of the police and uh, Chris Wade from Chapo Trap House said this very well. That the psychology of the cops is not power fantasy, but it is an us against them fear based fantasy. Where they are scared that every time that they stop someone for a fucking, uh, for a fucking traffic violation, that that person could kill them in a, like that. Right. That is the fear of the cops. That is why they act the way they do. It is not necessarily, for the most part, power tripping, punisher style fantasy. It is fear. They're acting out of fear of the masses. They're acting out of fear that every time that they get in their fucking cruiser, that they are going to die, that they won't come home. And that is psychologically damaging. And that is why, no matter what sort of like leftist project, or fuck, it could even be right wing right wing people kind of love the cops, but any kind of project where you don't have police officers anymore, you have to still deprogram the fear or the power fantasy out of the of the police, because they're still part of fucking community. They're still after they're police, they're civilians again. It's like when military people come home, they're civilians again.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: It, it, it just seems like an unsolvable problem. It just seems so fucking unsolvable. Of all the things in American society where I think I might have like an idea how it could be better. For example, like, oh, oh the Senate sucks while we have a parliament system. Or whatever. Police is the one thing that seems, the only thing that makes sense to me is to disarm the cops. This is just get rid of I agree. Their I, guns. I agree with get that. Get rid of their, <laughs> get rid of, get rid of lethal force from troopers. From yeah, but like, like you don't need a fucking firearm. Obviously, using a stun gun seems to work most being, of the time.
1: Being maced, it sucks, but it's not that bad. I've been maced. It's like you'll be okay.
0: You can also like, also like the crazy. Like I don't know why in the nineties we got all into police chases. Why the fuck are we chasing people? You know their cars, you can track them now. You don't have to fucking chase people. You don't have to, like, drive them now. I, I think
1: that's a pop culture thing. Like, we just agreed that police chases are cool.
0: For some reason, what, that's the thing that's cool, but they're also dangerous as shit and can kill regular people. Well, do
1: you, do you think that, like, fiction has affected how we think of cops? Because, like, cop... Oh, for fucking sure. Well, like, cop media is,
0: awes- cop. is awesome. It's propaganda. It's propaganda to get people to love police. But but should we not have it? I can't say that. That's
1: what I'm saying is like.
0: Should, I can't say if we should have it or it's not. It's like I think all you should, I can say, yeah. All I can say is that it has definitely had an effect, especially on white America, where police officers are their friends. And I think more and more. And by the way, by the way, before I get into the more and more part, if you're a conservative person who is complaining that cops kill white people too, yes, they do, and it fucking sucks. And we should also hate that. They
1: shouldn't kill anybody.
0: Exactly. Yeah. That's the point. This isn't necessarily, it, it's, that, it, it, it's, necessarily it's that, it's not necessarily erasing. Is that it's disproportionately <laughs> black Americans who are targeted yeah. by the police. But yes, white Americans, especially working class or poor white Americans, also get targeted. They're also murdered by the police without cause yeah. or without reason. That happens too. And we should absolutely condemn that. That is not a gotcha. That is a... Dude, expand your fucking minds on this one.
1: Well, here's the thing. Uh, I don't know if you know anything about this, but the only reason that, like, native police brutality doesn't get much more attention is that, I don't know how it works in Canada, but at least in the U.S., Mm -hmm. reservations have their own self-contained police forces that are just other native guys. And, like, the one time I... This is going to sound really stupid and tone-deaf, But the only time I ever got, you know, quote-unquote, racially profiled by the police was just walking around a native reservation in Maine. (laughs) And a a reservation cop just profiled me for, like, 20 minutes. Like, "What, what the hell are you doing here, man? Why are you here? And I'm like, I just repeated for 20 minutes. Like, dude, I'm just walking. Yeah. And, like, they couldn't get me on anything. It's just clearly something was up. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just...
0: Yeah, most people's experience with police of any sort, Native Reservation or USA. Yeah, no, it's just... bad. Like, I... I, uh, It's bad. It's just the
1: police, I think, if, if they were actually accomplishing their goal of, you know, making things safer, making things more lawful, whatever, you wouldn't feel uneasy every single time you see a cop car.
0: You wouldn't feel scared every time you got pulled over by a police officer.
1: Yeah. And I think that's the experience with, like, 99% of people.
0: Yeah, how like, the people who are actually, like, Blue Lives Matter or whatever, or, like, pro-cop, you're only doing that because you're narcs and because you think they're not going to assault you. You have They fucking will. You have an uncle that's a cop. Yeah, you have an uncle that's a cop, you have a dad who's a cop, you've seen cops be good, you've not been in a situation where you've been uncomfortable around a police officer, and I don't have any police officer family members, and neither does Dylan, and guess what? It's a scary experience, even as a white person, because guess what? Even if you're not under assault or whatever, you're still having to pay a shit ton of money to a ticket because you get yeah. pulled over. It is still a negative experience. And yes, it is far, far less bad than getting choked out by a police officer, getting a $100 to $200 traffic violation. I'm not but white. For I'm a French. lot of people, for a lot of fucking people, that is still bad. That is still, oh yeah. my God. How am I going to pay rent now? Exactly. still, oh my God, how am I going to buy food? It sucks. They take the fucking money off you because you went five to ten over the speed limit because your taillight was out. And And it takes them like a
1: half hour to do it, too. Yeah,
0: and you're just sitting there, and you have to comply. It sucks. And they have their hand on their pistol, on their service weapon. And the whole time you realize they could pull it out on you. They could just shoot you dead if they fucking wanted to and get away with it and no one would stop them because guess what? No matter how much cops do shit, they almost always get away with it. Even this guy who killed this dude he knew for fucking 17 years that started this whole riot and the whole reason why we're in our house right now and can't leave it is because this dude had like some kind of vengeance fantasy against some dude yeah, did guy some who like fucking work with! Yeah, who did some fucking stupid
1: like you know, golden eyes, Xenia on a top shit where he fucking choked a guy with his legs or something. Like, and like, fuck you.
0: And he fucking posed for the camera too.
1: Yeah, you a, a, Yeah,
0: he did the fucking rock eyebrow thing at the camera while choking out a man to death.
1: Yeah.
0: Horrible. Honest- Horrible person. I mean, he un- over.
1: honestly, between this and the Philando Castile thing, both of the Minneapolis cases of this had been like the, the most shitty. One
0: is so goddamn bad. Like, both. The dude literally yeah. said. I am a legal gun owner. Yeah. He was a second right. He was a Second Amendment dude who had his own gun, and the dude just shoots him to death in his own fucking in his, car. In his car, in front of his
1: fucking wife white and kids. Kid. And, like, Horrible. both of these cases are way more fucked yeah. up than. Yeah. Well, don't get me wrong, all of these cases are fucked up, but these two in particular are really egregious.
0: And, even, and in that case, and if you want to, like, and if you're still conservative or whatever, and you want to think this is just a white versus black thing, the dude who killed Florida Castile was uh, Asian. Right. Yeah, but or Asian or Latina, Like it's it's the police was he? Guys, yeah. Yeah, uh, the dude who shot Plano Castile was not white.
1: I don't remember that. Yeah.
0: yeah. Not all these not all these police shootings are white on black people, it is also cops are many races. And all well, the dudes who also uh held down uh uh George. Well Floyd. even even
1: even like black cops is like the line from that line from yeah. Fuck the Police, you know? Like it is. Black police showing off for the white cop or whatever.
0: God no like the thing that sucks, even just for like a second to think about, is like this is a forty-six-year-old man who probably had kids. He definitely had a wife, and fuck, just like like that, his life is stamped out. He just wanted, to, he just wanted to have a normal life. Yeah. He just wanted to. He wasn't. I don't think he was from Minneapolis. I think he moved there to have a more peaceful life. I don't know where he's from originally. I don't know anything. I don't know anything about the guy. Really make Philly, Minneapolis connection. Yeah. A lot of people from uh, Minneapolis who moved there from Philly originally. I don't
1: really this. get it, but it's yeah. true. I
0: don't know, Minneapolis seems nice. And it's just like It does seem nice. This, this guy, just doing nothing, just gets killed by a police officer <laughs> that he knew from his job, from one of his former jobs being a security guard. It's just so fucked up, dude. It, <laughs> and that there's like hundreds of stories like this every year. Hundreds of people who go through this. And they... None of them. No one deserves that. No one deserves to be brutalized by a, 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 a yeah. legalized gang. A legalized state-sanctioned violent thug gang. It's awful.
1: It is awful.
0: Just like, fuck. I, I don't know. This is like the one thing. Of all things, Like coronavirus will get better. Pandemics go away. I might die my grandparents might die of kids. Fucking this won't go away. This is just the one thing.
1: I think one day. I think one day it will.
0: I don't know. I want to see a world where like I want to see a world where like this,
1: is, this isn't like a uniquely American thing either. And I am i don't like when people it's very, disastrous.
0: it's very exacerbated in America but yeah, policing is also bad in Canada. It's also bad in Europe. Europe in, uh, in most countries. Hong Kong. Africa. Hong Kong. In- Fucking, I saw a video of a police officer in Hong Kong just shoot a protester unprovoked. Just yeah. shot two people to death in Fuck, Hong Kong. Yeah,
1: fucking Israel-Palestine.
0: Jesus. Yeah. This is just institutional, institutional domestic, militaristic violence against civilians. And they do it to scare you. They do it to keep you in check. Yeah. And it could and it could be you. It, it could, could be you saying, It could be me. It could be Dylan. It could be any of us. It's most likely going to be it's most likely going to be someone who's black in this country.
1: I'll tell you one thing, folks: it ain't going to be me.
0: Probably not. Probably not me either. But you know, like it, it's it's a situation where they, they at a point won't give a shit. Yeah. And, and if these protests, if these riots bring any any good, any good out of this, I really, really hope we have a a, a better, a a better place to live. I, I think it's going to take a lot more than just reforming the cops. I think it means reforming the entire economic system in America. But really, we're at a good point for it. You know, I want I wanted to do recording night just because also we have nothing else to do. But also, three six months down the line, I want to hear this and see if anything got better. Right. And my my I, my thoughts are that they will. Who knows? All going to be live by then.
1: Like, You're gonna be alive probably. in three months. Are you fucking kidding probably. me? Probably. Yeah. Jesus Christ, man. I don't know. Okay, six months from now, i are dead. S- you listen to this. You cry your eyes out. Probably, or I'm like, oh well, folks, I was wrong.
0: <laughs> folks, folks, my husband died.
1: I'm living. I'm hiding from our landlord in our apartment in the basement.
0: <laughs> yeah, my insurance, my uh, my my death insurance pays out for the whole policy. So. Don't- Oh cool. Yeah, so. you're the you're the beneficiary of my death insurance. So, <laughs> like I think you are. Uh, probably. I think we got to get married for you to actually uh, uh you know, whenever they reopen, I I'm kinda thinking of just like doing a licensing license, we just make it legal and then have a ceremony later.
1: Maybe. I mean, yeah, that's, Well, okay, I mean, what I was going to say mm-hmm. is that I think the solution to most of this is to adopt a sort of uh Jeffersonian agrarian approach to America. Whereas we kind of make a more, you know, evenly spread out population of America based on sort of rural areas and more agrarian
0: society. You see, I think that's possible if we have a UBI. I think it's very possible if we have that. And I support UBI. Yeah. I, th- I think like, I think if we actually were to institute a UBI, that would be possible and that we would ever return to an agrarian society where people grow their own food. Gang crops, Yeah yeah you know, I think that I think that's the most likely alcohol I think that's I think that'd be great, yeah like as long as like land doesn't need to be owned or whatever, it's all good um yeah, ah I'm gonna have some more alcohol because I think it's making me hurt less
1: I mean that's what it does, you know, yeah, sometimes a do 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 when I get feeling better when I'm feeling no pain sometimes I can't believe it. Believe it. I'm the moving past podcast. race
0: riots. Yeah, I like singing the song about the suburbs called "The Suburbs." The
1: suburbs. Yeah, uh, I mean it's a good song.
0: Yeah, um, I think the next time we podcast, we may we hopefully get it. We hopefully get a guest that time. Hey, um, we got a guest this time. We yeah, gotta, a little bit, but we we're gonna have a stay we're gonna have stay at home orders lifted probably next week if they determine not to. Uh, yeah. If they determine, um, like, hey, this uh, this protesting is still, it's still sick. You know what I think we should do? What is we should pretend like we have
1: a guest, but then we just record like the responses from Detroit become human. Oh my god. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we are the th- we are the thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> mm. really, we just we just record while like I'm playing Death Stranding. Yeah. That would rock. nope uh, I'm... I think Kyle's... i Yeah, I'm Kyle's a, I'm about done. I
0: gotta call Brandon
1: back. Yeah, Kyle's gotta call Brandon. I might... I'm gonna do something to fill the remaining ten minutes, because... Podcasts can go under an hour or two, you know? I know that they can, mm-hmm. but I'm choosing not to. Could you, Actually, could you do me a favor? What's the favor? Could you bring, If you're gonna go in the other room, could you bring me uh, the guitar? Yeah, sure. Cool. I'm gonna do some guitar
0: oh, shit. Oh, uh, ah!
1: You okay? No. Well no. yeah dumb question, my bad.
0: Yeah yeah sorry my back still. I know yeah, you're I mean, back how much I drink, it still hurts.
1: I know, but you know, drinking soothes the pain. Yeah. Oh,
0: you got to dump your to seventy nine
1: It's been on seventy nine. No, oh, I would have even more an hour. Oh. Whatever. i well, you know, a little bit longer, maybe uh, <coughs> excuse me, man. Ah.
0: You just want the
1: capo, too, or you Uh, there? no, I don't need the capo. Well, I have the capo right here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Alright,
0: there All you go.
1: Right. Thanks, honey. Good night,
0: guys. I'm gonna... Uh, actually, I'm gonna pour myself a drink while you guys listen to me pour
1: myself a drink. Um, I don't really know what to play. What's a good song that I play in guitar? Yeah, some of the
0: songs.
1: That's a... That's a G minor chord.
0: Take it away
1: The moments that make up a cold Wait, no, hold day. on. That's not a G minor. Um, Shit. I got broads in Atlanta. What even is, is that a, is that a ludicrous? Is that a red codes? Oh no, that? it's a panda. Panda! Oh.
0: Panda!
1: In the morning you got for the man who stole your water. Then you find that he is done and Then they catch you at the border And the mourners all are singing As they drag you by your feet And that hangman isn't hanging And they put you on the street Yeah, you go back, jack, do it again We'll turn it round and round you go back. Jack. Do it again. Pretend there's a sitar here. Good luck, guys. Kyle's gone. Now you know the do, 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 do fuck damn it. Man, I'm such a big Steely Dan fan, I can't believe I forgot the lyrics. It's like now you know she's the high climber. I don't know. I know the lyrics. It's just sometimes, you know, you get performance anxiety or whatever. But, uh, I don't know. I know Kyle's insistent in his belief that podcasts should be less than an hour, or that at least they can be, which they can. I got no beef with podcasts less than an hour. I like plenty of podcasts less than an hour. Um, listen to oral presentations. That's one that's less than an hour. That one's awesome. Tells you a lot about history and shit fucking, uh, I just, I just want to find, like, a song to close out on. Fuck, man, I don't know. Um, shit. God damn it, this is so stupid. I'm, I'm dumb as shit. Uh, tell you what, let's, let's, let's do an easy one. Let's do, like, the easiest fucking song in the world. Three chords. If you've never played guitar, you can learn this song in, like, an hour. Because, like, if you've never played guitar in your entire life, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. If you just look up on the internet, like, what's a D? What's an A? What's a G? Then you can play this song. It's fucking easy. It's Bad Moon Rising, CCR. Green Clearwater Revival. Here we go. I see a bad moon rising I see in trouble on the way, I see earthquakes and lightning, I see bad times today. Don't go around tonight, it's bound to take your life. There's a bad moon on the rise. do you got your things together? are quite prepared to die Looks like we're in the nasty weather One night is taking phone and eye Where well, are I'm on around tonight It's about to take your life There's a bad mood on the rise and there's 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 another verse, but you know you get the gist of it. Fuck man, I have such trouble remembering lyrics. That's like my big problem as a musician. I don't know, man. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just trying to get this thing to an hour. I'm uh, I'm drinking a Founders all day IPA. It's okay. It ain't bad. I'm playing the guitar. I'm unemployed, but uh, here's the thing. I've been having a good time because I've been doing painting, so it's like I get to feel like if someone asks me what I did, I'm like, yeah, I'm an artist. Yeah, I'm an artist. You know, I paint. I do art. I do some fucking art. Do I make a lot of money? No, but, you know, I'm doing some fucking art. And I do accents like that. Uh, oh, fuck, man, excuse me. Oh, man, this is the part that I would not blame you if you didn't listen to this. It's not that anyone fucking listens to the show, anyway. Maybe i will just do guitar lessons. It's like, uh, you guys ever heard of E? You guys ever heard of that? That's a chord. It's also a letter. The letter is E. Because here's the thing about chords. You got a hell of a You got a bunch of them. You got A, B, C, D, E, F, and then you got G, and then that's kind of the end of it. But here's the thing. Uh, you know, with microtones and shit, and if you don't know what microtones are, you know, you have, you have normal musical notes like G, G sharp, A, but then if you like fuck up the tuning where it's like you got G, but then you fuck it up a little bit and then it's not quite G. It's a little different. It's a little fucked up, right? So that's what a microtune is. It's like you've got a, a a world of shit between G and G-sharp. You've got, like, infinite notes in there that don't even have names. And uh, a lot of, like, Indian sitar music is kind of based on that. And, uh, you know, one, th- one thing I really fucking hate is this idea that, like, there's the East and there's the West. I think that's one of the dumbest things that humanity has ever come up with. It's like the idea that Eastern culture and Western culture are, like, inherently like opposite or went in different directions is so fucking stupid. Like just read about anything and you'll see how intrinsic everything is to each other and how everything relates to one another. And how nothing exists in a vacuum. You know? And how there's no arbitrary line dividing the world into the fucking east and west. So it really pisses me off when people are like these things are not found in the western music. Like shut the fuck up. Yes they are. They're just maybe called something different. That's the big thing. Where they're thought about in a different way, but they do exist. Just in the same way that, you know, the idea of fucking semitones and tones exists in Eastern music. Because it does. Because so much of Eastern music, especially Chinese music, is based on fucking the pentatonics. It's pentatonics, which is based on
0: fucking,
1: like, whole tones. You know, so don't fucking try to sell me with that shit. But uh, I don't know, all I'm saying is that with, if, if you think about microtones and all these tiny little uh, notes that we don't even think about that we don't really necessarily have a word for, there's kind of infinite notes you know what I mean? so you can do a C you can play a C, just a regular ass C and then bend it a little bit and then it's not a C sharp but it's not a C, it's in between so what is it? What do you call that? A, C-sharp flat? a, uh, a, a, a C sharp uh, flat? a super C? You call it a C manner, C manner. How about that? I don't know. I'm just saying there's a there's a world of shit going on. And you know if you're pissed off about you know protesting and police violence and cops being racist fucking faggots then. Why not write a song? And if you're going to write a song, why not include some microtones in there? Why not get fucking experimental? Why not change times? Why not be like, you know, you start out doing this normal Bob Dylan shit like, And the police are gay. They are gay. But then you change time signatures and you're like, They are gay and I hate them. They are gay and they're fucking stupid. You change times, you know? You make it progressive. That makes him... Uh, it might make him more dated now that I think about it, but uh it it, it will also ensure that it'll have a niche audience. You know what I'm saying? Because Bob Dylan did a lot of like... He did a lot of like this. And then the, the, the war and the things and the uh, ballad of Hollis Brown. I'm bringing it all back home. I'm bringing it all back home. That's my Bob Dylan impression. But... What if he did that? But then it's like, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. And he's like, He had white horses and ladies by the star. Or However the fuck you play that song. And then there's the solo. Like, Woo! 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 And it's just this sick-ass fucking synth. And that's what we need right now, you know? We need to Uh, We need songs that combine the political edge of, you know, folk music with the lyricism and the wit and the social commentary with the biting musicianship and just raw talent of progressive rock. And, oh my god. God damn it, I'm getting fucking hard just thinking about it. I gotta take a piss, but god, I'm so excited. Thank you for listening. If you want to start a kick-ass Prague folk band with me... Maybe we sing in Italian. Maybe we all play with our hard penises out. And uh maybe we kiss each other. Just a thought. Maybe we do that. But if you want to do that, just fucking reply. Or uh, DM me on the FTA. God damn it, I have to piss so bad. Sorry. Bye, guys. Love you.